All right, welcome to Nighttime with Coach Kate. I have Miss Murray with me here, and um, and so let's start at the beginning. That's where I always like to start. You got obviously a very different path than a lot of other teachers to get to teaching, and so take us through your path to get to where we are today in education, where we're from, all that sure. good stuff. Sure. Um, well, I'll tell you, I was never going into education. That okay. was That was the start. My right. um, my parents were both in education, and they were like, there's so many opportunities. Don't do education. <laughs> and so I had a passion for medicine. Um, never wanted to be a doctor, but really enjoyed medicine and was in um, an athlete. So sports medicine kind of fell into my lap where I ended up getting injured in high school, met the athletic trainer and fell in love with the, with the career path. Right. And so I um, actually came from up north. So I am from a New Yorker by you know, by okay. birth, but um, I came down here by happen circumstance that my um, all my sports kind of fizzled out and they said, well, you can't use all your scholarships you have, so you can still sail. And so I came down to the College of Charleston and joined the really? sailing team down here. Okay. And um, College of Charleston, I, I think I came down for maybe, I don't know, half a day okay. toward Charleston. And I was like, that's a nice city. I'll you know, works for me for now. And so joined the sailing team. Um, they had a, a great athletic training program. So I joined on with them okay. and worked with all the teams down here. Um, upon graduation, um, I met my husband at college. And so we kind of decided that's where we want to stay is down here. And so um, I went into the field of athletic training, worked um, for Trident Sports Medicine for right. about nine or 10 years. That's and for you at a first, did you first start here when I- I didn't actually. Okay. So um, my first job was, I got paid really poorly okay. as like a basic athletic trainer. So I worked part-time and did a combination of Timberland High School and uh, uh, Woodland High School. Okay. Oh, and, goodness. Yeah. It's like two opposite ends of the- <laughs> so, so I learned real quick. County, all yeah. around Dorchester County. Um, I did some subbing for them. Okay. And, you know, I was kind of like, okay, I still like that teaching aspect. I really do enjoy being around people, um, but still didn't get the bug yet. And so I, um, after that first year, I went into Stratford High School. They just offered a first full-time position for an athletic trainer. Right. So I've been at Stratford this is year, I think, 14. Yeah, we've been a long time yeah. ago. Yeah, <laughs> 14 or 15 years now. So yeah. um, I spent about six or seven years with Coach Ryan in the athletic training room. Nobody knew who I was unless you came out to sports. Right. And then um, I just had my um, second child. Okay. And Miss Taylor came up to me. She goes, I know the schedule is awful for you. Would you like to teach? <laughs> And I said, well, I never really thought of teaching. She right. goes, well, you do a great job with your student sports medicine program. And right. I ran about 10 or 12 students every mm -hmm. year. Yep. And um, and so she goes, well, Miss Polk is retiring. Would you like to take over the health science department? And so I was like, well, how bad's the pay? You know, that was my first, you know, right. am I going backwards? And she said, I don't think it'll be that bad. And, right. and I said, well, do I have to go back to school for it? And she said, no, actually there's a program that you can get involved in that you go to what we call teacher school right. um, for two years. And so I went on Saturdays and got my teaching certificate through the direct program nice. that they offer for yeah. career and technology. Not so many more late nights. At, uh... No, four <laughs> o'clock. Well, I, I have to say, Hosa, you know, keeps me busy too. That's but um, for the most part, I can go home, enjoy some sports with my kids, right. and and you know, enjoy a better schedule with them. Cool. So teaching now, so in transitioning the classroom, what classes are you teaching? What kind of um, things are you able to do in our in our building here? What kind of um, you know, for because we're talking to you know students as well that could be interested. What what kind of uh, what kind of options do they have here? So. So for health science, we um, prepare students that are interested maybe going into the healthcare field. So this is anything that could be um, 
working directly with patients. This could be working in administration. This could be working in research. This could be even working in vet science and working with veterinary medicine. So okay. it really kind of shows you the different careers that we offer, um, that there's, I think, probably four or 500 different healthcare careers. So you can work in any form. Right. You do not have to work directly in a trauma situation. You don't have to go to medical school. Um, and so it's really eye-opening to the students to kind of show them this is for me or this isn't for me. Gotcha. And that's really what all these technology programs are for is to show you this is really what I want to be passionate about and I want to follow through or uh, maybe something better and different yeah. for me. And that's perfectly fine. That's really what we want to do. Yeah, so, I love that you're talking about passion. I think that's one of the most important things that our kids have got to understand is that whatever it is you're choosing, make sure that you're passionate about it. Tonight. Exactly. And what they don't realize is they don't have to go to school very long. Right. I was just talking to my health science one kids about careers. And I said, you can go to a six month class and make more money than somebody who has a master's degree. Right. So it really just depends on what you're interested in and whatever you want to do, you need to figure out a job that you're willing to be away from your family and friends for eight plus hours a day right. that you're going to be willing to give up time from your day. Right. Um, and so we have four classes in the health science department right now. Wow. We teach health science one, which is an intro kind of career building. Mm -hmm. Health science two, they do more patient care. So they learn how to go into our lab, which we have a six hospital bed lab. They get to work with simulation mannequins. They're really kind of being <laughs> thrown into what it would be like to work right. in the medical field. That's really cool. Um, health science three, it's actually a pathophysiology honors level class. So it's where kids actually learn <laughs> all the diseases, how to treat okay. them, diagnose them, um, see what it looks like. So it's kind of an anatomy, but right. really looking at what they'll see on a patient. Okay. So that one they sounds, would- That one's a little tense. Yeah, that's, a, that's a big word, it kind of scares everybody. But it's um, one where they actually get to um, diagnose patients okay. and see what it'll look like on a patient versus gotcha. just going, here's what a heart attack looks like. It's actually seeing, right. these are the signs and symptoms. They're gonna come in clutching their chest or, and so they have to figure out the, you know, and critically think, how will they treat this? Right. What could it possibly be if we're dealing with this type is, of system? Is, is there any virtual options with this yet? My brother-in-law actually is working on side with the MUSC. Like that's his job. Is he building virtual worlds that nurses and doctors could go into with virtual patients that have this whole scenario? Is that made it? There absolutely yeah. is. And that's probably one of the coolest things is we actually have one. We call okay. him um, Jerry. Okay. Um, Jerry is our simulation mannequin. So he can speak. He can have a heartbeat. He oh has a blood goodness. pressure. Oh he can, yeah. we can do pretty much everything that we would do on a, on a real human. Right. We can practice on him. And so the kids can lift him, move him, um, draw blood on him. They can pretty much, that is the practice mannequin that they would use at MUSC or gotcha. CSU or whatever program wow. you go to. Right. And so they really get to kind of see it, feel it, and go, okay, this really is right. what I want to go to and not waste their time and money into something that they're like, wow, I didn't realize it was going to be like this. Gotcha. Um, this year, we're also offering a new clinical class, which is going to be a medical assistant class. Okay. So the students, when they graduate from that program as a senior, they can actually go and work as a medical assistant in wow. a doctor's office. Okay. Right what can medical assistants do? So a lot of them, they're exactly who they, everybody thinks they're nurses. Okay. They're, they're the ones that when you go into a doctor's office, they um, bring you back. They take okay. all your vitals. Gotcha. They do all your patient history. Um, they're usually in there with a doctor when they're doing any procedures. So they assist with procedures, um, but they tend to be, not be paid as high as some nurses. So it's a great entry level position to kind gotcha. of really understand um, patient interaction, to see some things. 
because most of our medical students, what we realize is they're very kinesthetic learners. They need to touch and feel and see right. versus learning a textbook and they get it. So they, and they can leave here with that certificate? They can right? leave here. So they pass, as long as they pass their certification exam at the end of the class, they can start applying for jobs. Um, we're hoping to put a good partnership with some of the local doctor's offices together so that students that want to stay local, they can go straight into the job force, never go into college. Wow. Um, but if they want to kind of take a year or two off, really kind of get um, their feet wet with what they want to get into and then apply for school, yeah. they could do that too. Did you have to do any extra certifications or classes? So I will. I have to finish up okay. my, yeah, I will be a medical assistant okay. <laughs> by the end of this too. So <laughs> I'll add it go. to the collection. Don't leave um, us though. Don't go into it. No, no, no. <laughs> But it is um, a great field for an entry level. I have a lot of students that maybe just really haven't clicked yet of how to, um, maybe it's classroom management, maybe it's a little bit of time management, right. and they're just not ready to be there. And they need that step of just a career to kind of see what they want to get into. What's also great is this program is a stepping stone for them that if they want to go to medical school or nursing school, they can work in these offices or in the hospital. Right. And some of the hospitals even pay for them to go back to school. Wow. So they can get a nice break with that. They have great networking with all these different groups and just really kind of develop where they want to be. And that was Health Science 4. Basically. That's Health Science 4, okay. yeah. Is there any, I guess with, before the pandemic, were they able to go into the hospitals and, and do certain things? So is, is that something that may come back? Is it happening right now? Or we're hoping it'll come back. I know okay. it's more of the hospital side than ours. Right. Um, our HOSA group, our student organization, we used to volunteer in a nursing home. Okay. Uh, once a month, we'd go out at night and we do, um, we plan activities for the residents to kind of do. So they had a geared around a geriatric population. Right. Um, so, because that's a tough population to kind of interact with. So getting the students out there and talking to what should be adults, but sometimes have a mentality of a, a toddler, right. they have to be able to balance that. Um, so it was a great opportunity for them. So we're hoping to get back in with our, our group um, and start up again with them this year. Our other groups last year, we didn't we had a big transition year, so we didn't get to do a huge um, going out and job shouting. And that was a big no field trips, right. no anything outside. Yeah. Um, so hopefully this year we're going to try and get back in the doctor's offices, um, depending on their restrictions and, and everything like that. Right. Fingers crossed. Is there a certain amount of hours like the with that certificate that they've got to do inside nope. of it? No, that's so the it's great all part. done in house. Okay. Yep, it's all done in house and they can we can pick and choose. So the more the kids want to do it, the more we can do it. Gotcha. So you mentioned HOSA. That's another opportunity. Now, like students don't necessarily have to be part of the health classes to be a part of HOSA? Or no, absolutely can... not. Okay. Anybody can join. HOSA is a great opportunity for leadership skills. I know we have Renaissance and other things, but sometimes you just need that smaller group. Right. Um, HOSA used to be a very large group, and we're trying to downsize it a little bit to be who really wants to be there and what they want to, you know, kind of develop those skills that maybe they haven't had those social skills as right. much. So getting them into um, competition where they actually compete against other students around the United States. Right. So they can compete at the state level and then at the international level. That allows them to do anything from public service announcements to legal and ethics to actual skills. So they can find something that even right. if it's not healthcare related, they can find. Yeah, I've ever had some students do. Um, it might have been, was it tech technology or like something like where they had to create some kind of tool? Or, yep, like yeah. a Shark Tank. Yeah. So it's called medical innovation. That's so it. they yeah, yeah. they created a really cool. new product that potentially could help the medical field. That's awesome. And so we had a couple of kids actually qualify for internationals and competed wow. against kids from all over the world. You know, we usually go to a conference every year that's about 10,000 students that compete. Right. And so it's really just eye-opening to see outside of our little bubble of Charleston. Right. 
So when can when's HOSA meet? What kind of uh, requirements go along with that? HOSA meets once a month. So okay. we meet the first Thursday after school. Usually it's from 4.15 to about 4.45. Okay. Um, students can join us virtually if they don't feel comfortable coming into a classroom. And so we'll have a Google Meet posted. Um, we have flyers all over school so they can um, kind of see and join our Google Classroom and kind of keep up. Right. Our next meeting is next Thursday. So... Is it next hopefully Thursday? I'm no, the 7th. Yeah. The 7th. Yeah. So hopefully, next Thursday. we'll post this by then. <laughs> <laughs> if not, um, we'll be available for the next time. They can okay. come see me in room 704 if they have questions or um, want to join. But yeah, there is a small membership fee and that just covers our state and national dues, right. which is $25. Besides that, it's just being an active member and really kind of figuring out what they want out of the club because it's a student organization. Does, it, does everybody in HOSA compete? Is that something that you want or is that? So we tried to do that. And I think what happens is a lot of students hate the thought of competition, <laughs> right? but once they get there and every time I ask my alumni, what was your favorite part of HOSA? They're like, going to competition. Yeah, I know the students that I've had really enjoy it. And there's a lot of different, because they could do like CPR, right? So there's all kinds of different options as far as the, the they can competition do part. Yeah. Posters, they can do stuff where they submit it, like papers. They can do um, persuasive pieces so they can write a persuasive paper on um you know, opioid addictions right. and things like that. And then it gets judged that way. So they don't even have to go in front of judges okay. for some of it. But meeting the um, guest speakers, we've met the Surgeon Generals before. We've met some oh, really yeah. amazing people that kind of show you that, you know, there's some great things out there to right. do. Because medical profession, obviously, is probably going nowhere. I'm sure it's got to be one of the fastest growing professions out there um, that, again, a lot of people are interested in. And we've had a lot of success. So. Um, I've had a lot of students that I've had that are going into nursing now, and, and, and uh, we appreciate everything you do for our program. So thanks for being here. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, thanks for it. So again, check out HOSA first Thursday, first Thursday uh, every month. month after school. Um, and uh, if you're interested in healthcare, go see Ms. Murray. Thank you guys. Bye, Stratford. <laughs>